Ben, what is up, Nate? Welcome back, everyone. Another jam-packed, news-filled edition of mm. Note to Benny, the only podcast in the art world. We survived last week, which uh, oh, wasn't, just barely, was not man. a given. Not just a given. Barely. I mean, at my age, these like, you know, you have a couple too many drinks and all of a sudden it's a two day affair you're dealing with on the hangover tip. I know. I know. I think that that's why I saw you on Thursday and not Friday. And then I saw you again on Saturday. And yeah, uh, I, now I do. here we are. You know, I slept like 10 hours last night. I woke up feeling more tired than I ever have in my life, <laughs> maybe. And of course, my neurosis is like, oh, no, I have COVID. I have COVID. I immediately go to smell my coffee to make sure my olfactory senses are still working. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been doing that for 18 months now. Being me is not easy, man. Being me is a hard job. Just... Oh, but we survived the fairs. Not that you went to any of them. Um, uh, but I, uh... I, yeah. <laughs> I, I hit up independent yesterday. That's true. Um, and uh, no, actually, I, I, I rather enjoy independent as I always do. It's just like some of the, you know, the better of the galleries in the world doing a very manageable, small. I, 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 I love independent and, uh, and there was some nice things there. But like for me anyway, uh, there was nothing I for, you know, buying art on behalf of clients. There's nothing we needed to have. I was like, oh, my God, I need to get right. that. There were some great examples, yeah. great things. Let's not take away from any of the artist uh, practices that were represented or the mm. galleries that ushered them along. It just it doesn't it didn't feel at this moment in September of 2021 essential. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of a bummer that like, you know, there was so much going on, but the fairs themselves seemed like not yeah, not that that vital to the you know, the week really. But that's I mean, that's always the great thing about art fairs is they create a nexus in a city mm -hmm. where all these exactly. ancillary things, openings, I think is something you touched on in in your recent Vanity Fair column, and that's that's the value of them. But that makes sense at least for me when it's a city I'm traveling to. You know, all the museums yeah. have big shows, blah, blah, blah. For me, it's very hard when it's in my home city to feel that same sense of, like, absolute excitement. Because, um, mm -hmm. you know, I see these galleries all the time. I can go see that show in a week and a half. Um, right. That's day. Yeah, that's true. But it was nice to, you know, go through Chelsea on, on Thursday and really feel that energy for the first time. In oh, a it was popping. You know, seeing people you know. walking around, you know, lots of, you know, lots of solid openings. Um, uh, Lisa Yuskovich's mm -hmm. show, I loved. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there was... The, the Gustin show at Hauser is, is fabulous. It's really fabulous just... pictures. Like maybe they could have taken uh, either get a bigger space because your space is not very good, uh, which is weird because you're so rich or take a few paintings out of each room because it was overhung. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I think for that me, they really for me. Yeah. They um, needed all these then, pictures to tell the story they're telling, but like exactly, just, but the space was too small for them. So it wasn't what that the, it, the pictures were all essential to the narrative, but like it just didn't sing to me as an installation. But those individual works to get to stand in front of them is very special. I mean, you need to go see it if you're in New York, obviously. What did you think of the show that was upstairs at, at the House of Birth Gallery? No comment. Okay, all right. Moving it, on. it touches too, it touches too closely to my professional responsibilities to you know give a you know give my art historical thing. They're very desirable paintings. They're very handsome. Yes. Um, people, you know, I think six of them I was told were directly bought and immediately purchased uh, for to go into museum collections. Um, Unbelievable. Very hard to get your hands on. Um, really, I think you reported on the price in your column actually pretty high mm -hmm. prices for yes. a painter in her thirties. Um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm still interested to see where the practice goes. This is only her third exhibition in a gallery ever, this which is, is cuckoo. One in yeah. Berlin, one at Gavin's, mm -hmm. and one at Hauser and Worth. Um, so true. for me, it's still a little bit early. You know, I've seen a lot of the work uh, in, or not a lot, but in fairs, and, and there's certainly been um, been work in museums. But like, I'm I'm still waiting for it to develop for me. Um, mm -hmm. But that's not that's not a knock on it. Mm -hmm. No, there's there's certainly more to come there. I want to give a rave, but I can't give a rave. Mm -hmm. I'll leave yeah. it at that. But um, but we survived the week, uh, and you know, I think it was a, it was a fairly successful like return to form for the New York art scene for sure. Um, well, I mean, New York in general. I mean, we've been on this since the spring, but you know, uh, it's popping off. You had all the Fashion Week stuff, which of course I would never attend, but they exist. Um, we had I got my Fashion Week on. Yeah, no, you. Did. I mean, you, you, you're you're a cultural reporter as much as anything. So you sort of need to. Um, well, I'm yeah, just, I'm just past the age. The Tom Brown show was actually really spectacular. I mean, like, I don't know if you've ever even seen pictures or videos of one of Tom's shows, but they are these spectacles. Oh, when that, I say like, I don't go to Fashion to... Week stuff, I see all the shows on the Vogue.com mm. website oh, yeah. after the fact. I'm very interested in the clothing. I just, you know, uh, trying to angle for a seat at a show or line up for uh, entry to a party celebrating. Not for me. Um, mm. Yeah, Tom Brown, you know, I he's not my favorite menswear designer. Um, right. 
and uh, and some of the outfits people wore to that show from uh, in terms of the guests were like raunchy. It's like if you're gonna go to a menswear show and wear tailored menswear, get a suit that fits. Oh wow! I don't what care. If you're, I don't. I don't care if you're wearing a skirt, but when you button it up and you're getting creases, that means it's not tailored correctly. I'm someone who Ooh. doesn't know much about fashion. But I know a lot about men's rhetorical suit making. And uh, mm. come on, bro, step it up. That's All why right. You don't, wow. Okay. <laughs> this is no, this is not this is not on and this is not on, I'm not talking about the show that the uh, the the clothing that was walking on the runway I'm talking about the clothing in the oh audience. yeah no mm-hmm. like well love the I skirt mean, I mean if you're gonna wear loafers <laughs> with no socks that's fine I wouldn't do it after Labor Day but you know that's your wow. your, your choice um, but the jacket <laughs> when you button it should fit you wow we were just CB, really just... step it up sorry oh damn oh, oh damn wow the knock the knock oh damn. All right, um, well, uh, so but you, you, to- you went to a bunch of shows um, and I, 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 do, I do want to say back in my youth I used to like the angle to get into at the time the Mark Jacobs after parties like trying to figure oh, yeah. out who could invite you or how you could fake your way in uh, something I was very successful at and they were incredible parties especially for a 23, 24, 25 year old recent, uh, recent mover to New York but uh, I just don't have the patience anymore no no I mean like I'm actually going to a bunch of fashion parties tonight though uh, you know what, it's you know still, what tonight it's is. still happening Oh, so oh, oh no! Tonight's different. Come on, tonight is a party I would certainly attend if I had any possibility. <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen. That ship has sailed for this lifetime, I think. Uh, well, I'm not going to the actual event at the Met. Uh, uh, alas, my invitation got lost in the mail. But I'm going to some after parties, including the one at the Boom Boom Room, which I think was going to be quite lovely. I've boom, not boom, stepped boom. foot in the, the Zoom 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 in the Boom Boom Room since pre-COVID, and um, I'm excited to be back. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be that's pretty cool. Met Gala back after a little hiatus. New mm-hmm. new 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 place. Kind of cool that it's coming just after uh, Fashion Week because all the energy. Yeah. Just walking around. I was walking around yesterday or Saturday on the Upper East Side. The pop the paps were out in front of the Mark in front of the Carlisle. Uh-huh. Like you know, mm-hmm. certainly people were already in town. Um, oh yeah, you feel that energy. I mean, I used I I have. I didn't do it on purpose, but once I was walking around the Upper East Side and uh, and on my way home, uh, past the Carlisle, like in the hour before the Met Gala, and that was kind of uh-huh. awesome. The people outside yeah. were waiting to see what people were wearing as they got into their cars to go the three blocks. Um, I not know. Gonna I, lie. That, that stuff sends a little tingle up my spine. I've got a long night ahead of me. If I didn't have to be out late reporting on these parties, I would almost suggest that we go to Bevelins and have a few around 6 p.m., but I, I think that that's probably not in the cards tonight. I'm taking a little pre-Europe uh, uh, alcohol hiatus. I was getting a, getting a little bloaty. I noticed in the mirror uh, this morning. Uh, when I say a little, I mean a lot bloaty. So before I yep. go hit some schnitzels and a little river cafe in London next week on my way to Switzerland, Ooh, river cafe. take a little take a little break. Yeah, yeah. I've, I haven't been there in ages, and someone wanted to go, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll splurge it up. You're in London for two nights, three nights, two nights as of right now. Um, uh, That's great. Sadly, flying. On Yom Kippur Eve, landing in London on Yom Kippur. Mm. Not going to make it to Shoal this year. I am going to fast. Uh, That's good. But uh, not feeling great about my myself as a Jew. I've always been a bad Jew, but this feels especially egregious. But you know what? I got to make some money, man. Got to go hang some pictures. I've been sitting in storage for over three years now. Wow, great, look at great, that! Great Whoop. Wolfgang Tillman's going up on the wall, hanging a couple oh, of Yee's in a buddy's office uh, in, oh, in anticipation of her uh, of her big uh, turbine hall commission opening a little mm-hmm. bit later in October. Um, but we should talk about what we did this past week because we survived it. But there were a lot of steps in that survival. You mm. couldn't make it, but uh, you've certainly written uh, very glowingly of Kontropkovich's show, Trubkovich, excuse me, show at Gagosian on Park Avenue. Dinner mm-hmm. was fantastic. Great lineup. Solid, solid people. Uh, I then made my way from there uh, down, and we met up somewhere at the after party. I don't even remember what that place was called. <laughs> we met at, at Mr. Fong's, I believe. Mr. Fong's. The I then left Mr. Fong's a little bit to go to the new uh, Cipriani, the private Cipriani Club. Uh, down yeah, uh, in the ferry terminal. Wow, what a space! It is, what a it space! Is, it is not. It's like you, you're stepping into another country. Really, is it, you're not on American soil anymore. No. So I, I walk in there. Uh, all all billionaire. All all the men in there are billionaires. Basically, it felt mm-hmm. like, um, except for me, obviously. There are a couple uh-huh. of Hollywood stars were hanging out, just having, but in a casual yeah. way. It wasn't like an event. It was just like hanging out, having drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty chic. I mean, a little bit. Euro trash for my taste, but I right. but I but I like that it exists. Well, so you walk by Cipriani on West Broadway and you're like, oh my God, this is Euro trash. It's it's war criminals, it's you know, the whole shebang. And it's like not really that alluring, you know, especially because it's still out on the sidewalk. But for some reason, the combination of this bow art building, uh, right by 
by uh, the fairies and like the 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 views that you get from the deck above the river, it has a, a bit of magic to it. And it, it really kind of just like pulls you in and, you know, it doesn't hurt that they have all the trappings of the, the, the Cipriani's in Venice, which is the, the little martini glasses and the enormous matchbooks. Yeah. No, the, I mean, you, you highlighted some of the things that makes it so special in your last column, just, you know, the little private smoking area, you know, uh -huh. um, not sure if that's up to code, but like chic beyond, <laughs> um, there's yeah. like a music element. I wasn't there for that, but there's like some sort of like a uh, musical theater, not musical theater, but like a theater for little jazz performances. Right. I actually, see? I went to a dinner at, at what they call the jazz bar, uh, uh, dinner hosted by, uh, Nama Contemporary and, and Gallery Perotin. Uh, this was Wednesday night. Very, very chic affair. And yes, it was in the jazz bar. There was a, um, a, a man playing the piano and there was a, a wonderful, um, you know, just, just trio uh, playing all night long. I'm not realizing I was invited to that and like just didn't. I saw Perotin and I just like, I don't know. I, I just couldn't get my shit together, I guess. This is why I was trying to talk to you about what dinners were going to I, be for You him. know what? I, the older I get, I, I can only go out every other night. I can't go out every night like you. I just I don't have it in me, and right, like, right. I have like a ton of work to do, and I just, like, my body can't mm. handle it. And, uh, yeah, my eyes glaze up. Like, even for Basel, like, I'm trying to figure out what do I go to, which dinner is the dinner to attend, and it's, you know, it's, like, confusing. And, the, and I have two clients. You, it's two clients that both have plus one, so it's, I'm rolling with five. You don't want to bring two clients to the same thing because they're, like, who you're going to give more attention to in the moment and also just asking a gallery you know who's right. doing a little dinner at shows donati like it's probably a dinner for 30 people or so maybe 40 exactly like, i can't you know, I, i'm not i'm big i'm not big enough to you know to bring five out of 30 people uh to eat their food yeah like, no i get that that's stressful and you know but that's why planning a dinner like the one that we did on saturday was so fun when uh, you know we don't you know we crushed it nate we i gotta say we crushed it we really so, did this so we were trying to go to Wu's Wonton, which is obviously a perennial favorite. But, and obviously we've spoken too much about it on the pod because <laughs> yeah. when I called to make a reservation, they were fully committed. I was like, no, but this is Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. That, that, no, that didn't I mean, work. Like, Lucy and I have a, a, a semi-regular uh, Friday dinner club there. And um, recently our normal table was taken because the, yeah, there's just too many people. The word has gotten out and we were like, cool, this is cool. our table. Never, this is cool. us. I've never been invited to this. That's awesome. Oh, uh, you have been actually. Oh, oopsie doopsies. Yeah. Yeah. Oopsie doopsies. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, but actually the, the restaurant that we went to instead, Hua Huan Sichuan was fabulous. It was so incredible. Incredible. So incredible. Good. I mean, a, a little bit of a higher price point. I'm going to be honest. This Plus the fact that you know I like Wu's because I can bring in my own my own wine selections, which is good because I have better wine than than the Chinese food list, and it's a little bit cheaper. But the food was incredible. It was a little bit more of a you know proper service, you know, really yeah. more high end feel to it. Um, great crew of people, sort of celebrate. I would say in honor of Carl Costiel managing yeah. to weasel his way into the country uh, to uh, have a booth <laughs> legally, armory. legally, legally, yeah, yeah, legally. To be clear, he's, he's uh, he spent did, two weeks in Mexico. He did a little two weeks in Mexico. Um, and uh, in think, honor of yeah. him, although of course he was the last person to show up, um, really solid crew. I mean, really solid crew across age groups and backgrounds. Um, and we were there. I was, I was, I was, I was based on the time of my Uber out of there. We were there for like three and a half hours. We, we were there for closed the hours. restaurant down, mm -hmm. yeah. outlasting the loud Italian uh, young twenty somethings uh, who were the oh main of our existence. <laughs> yeah, coincidentally, uh, Carl, who spends most of the time in, in Milan. Um, uh, went over to talk to these guys and they all live in, in, in Milan. Yeah, and Carl's like, I and know your were, parents, shut up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. These kids were like 24. They were taking shots every 10 minutes, I think. And every time they took a shot, they had this elaborate shouting routine or something. It maybe it, had to do with soccer. It, it wasn't chic, I don't think, for me. But, you know, <laughs> God bless them. It, it added to the energy, you know, but it was, it was surprising that we didn't have the most loud and obnoxious table in a restaurant. So it looked good for us. Um, yeah, it was an expensive. Totally. It was an expensive dinner. I realized the next morning, but that's okay. Uh, the people need to be <laughs> yeah. celebrated and taken care uh -huh. of. Um, yeah, it was fabulous. Yeah, and then we went to like, oh, can I can I Venmo you? Can I Venmo? You? It's like, no, just come to the dinner, eat the food, buy me, <laughs> you know, buy me dinner someday. Like you know, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Venmo fucks up my taxes. <laughs> that's poor people shit, man. That's poor people shit. <laughs> that's, Let's go. I need those Amex Platinum miles, you know. Uh -huh. Or points, whatever they call them. Um, so that was super fun. We then ended up. Uh, oh, we tried to go to the drunken canal party. Uh, it was basically done. It was over. Then we took the drunken canal party with us. We took to, was it Toad Hall? Was to Toad, Toad Hall? Hall. Was the name of the place. Yeah. yeah. Toad Hall is is one of the last good bars in Soho, really. 
And then we're in bars, it was not yeah, like and You know what I really like? I didn't realize it, in all the reporting today, after the last week, everywhere I went over the last week, I had to show a Vax card. Uh-huh. Maybe not at the yeah. Chinese restaurant, I think. But you, but everywhere else, I mean, like from dinghy bars everywhere, like to get in the door, uh, you need to show the card, even if you're sitting outside. Uh, yeah. That's great. And it's actually officially doesn't even begin until today, which I didn't, I thought it had already uh, gone down, that being the rule. Yeah, I kind of like how a lot of these places, they've just hired like a regular to just sit outside and check fax cards. Yeah. Like, it seems like it's yeah. just like one of the guys who usually be drinking inside just has to like look at cards now. And so it's like a kind of a great seamless process. Like, no one, no one's getting mad. Obviously, like everyone's vaccinated. No one cares about like having to get this thing out. You know, um, people are just getting used to it, and this is our new reality. So, it's a new reality. You know, I'm okay. You know, I'm yeah. totally okay with it. It makes me actually feel more secure as I'm traveling. Totally. I, gotta go, I have to go get my test to get on the plane to go to London. I guess I'll go tomorrow. And, I don't need uh, a test to go to Zurich, but you need you one don't. to go to, to London. Go to London, you do, and then to get from yeah. London to Zurich, I think I do again. Good times. Well, yeah. Good, yeah. Good times. <laughs> right. And then in Zurich, as we discussed, we need to be tested because although our vaccine cards will be swapped out to go to the fair, we're in Zurich for a couple of days before the fair opens. And I think in order to get into a restaurant or bar or even a hotel there, you need to have a you need to have a rapid test done. I know. So I'll get I'll get tested upon arrival in Zurich, um, possibly before going to the uh, the Kunsthaus to go see some some Sigmar Polkas. And doesn't Corcrit have a show opening? Uh in Zurich on Friday. Uh, does he? Maybe. I'm almost certain that he does, unless, oh, I, you know really, Olivier, unless I really boffed the reading of an uh, email today. Olivier told me that, but I'm not getting there till Saturday. So. Saying there is a lecture he's doing Saturday afternoon. I'm not sure if it'll be something my clients necessarily need to attend. I'll go to I that. Would, I would like are, to go to are, are we going to the same dinner in, in Zurich on Saturday? Is this correct? Uh, I haven't reached out about that yet. I mean, I have tables booked both Saturday and Sunday at Kronenhalle. And I think mm. I'm just gonna stick to that. I'll go, go to all the galleries, do the things. If they're having like a drinks afterwards or something, I'll attend that. But I just want to camp out and eat some Swiss food. I am with clients, and I think they're gonna want to chill. Much if they, you know, you know, it's a long week. Um, so yes. no. In fact, honestly, people, my inbox is open, my DMs are open. I haven't gotten that many invitations for Zurich as of yet. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't always be Nate's plus one. There's a lot going on. I'll, I'll fill you in on it. Yeah, okay. But... Fill me in. You're better. And I need to. I haven't even sat down with like what shows are opening that weekend. I'm a little bit, a uh, little bit behind. The last week kind of put me behind. Finally, right. the previews for the fair in Basel are coming through, which I am stoked on. And uh, mm. there's going to be some good stuff. I know people are like, "Oh, I might not go." Like, great. None of you show up. Let me go there. I'm going to hoover yeah. up all the gear straight to my people into the pocket. Uh, Let's love it. Fucking love it. go. Can't wait. Stays away. All right, All right, so you you are off to do some Met Gala things this evening. Yeah, uh, I, I think we'll do a little quick mini pod just to hear about the parties you attend. I think that's uh, probably tomorrow or Wednesday. And uh, coming up, though, Alyssa Bennett, uh, everyone's uh, favorite big sister in the art world, is going to throw down the law on bad tuned. behavior and how to have good behavior and be a great guest at an art dinner. Coming up right after yeah. this. Welcome back to Note. Welcome Bennett. back, Alyssa. Nate Freeman. Um, Here we are with Alyssa Bennett. Um, I mean, uh, perennial, perennial, uh, uh, smarter than all of us, cultural commentator, world's best gallerina ever. What else can be said? Wow. For, for, well, former I, counter I of felt, regrets. I feel like we should be opening this episode with a funeral dirge because we've all had some bad news. We're, mm-hmm. This is bereavement. I know. This is, it really is. Not really. I believe in Jesus Christ and regret counter will rise. On Easter morning? On Easter morning, probably, yeah. So what do you think it's happened? Why, why did the greatest Instagram account of all time be taken down by the Instagram guy? I have a couple of theories. So the first theory is that it's just someone who doesn't like me because mm-hmm. they exist. They're out there. I, I, the I, second, I can't believe Believe that. it or not, it's true. The second one is that maybe I provoked someone into wanting some kind of revenge because <laughs> I was a little mouthy on the day that it got canceled. I recall well, that. You I were, think you, you were correctly mouthy, I would say. I'm, I was fucking right. Like this guy, can you tell the story? So this guy mm-hmm. who I don't really know him in person, but he is like a person. He's like a real person. Yeah. And he's like, I, I had to stop following his Twitter because all he does is like, he'll be like, Imagine my three-year-old eating a cookie and you're like, I don't care about your kid at all. 
And so he's like usually like that. And then on September 11th, I guess it started on the 10th, he starts posting all of these, I guess what he thinks are kind of witty quips about, you know, like mass death. Yeah. And he posted one and I wrote good one. And then I was like, no, I want him to know what I mean. So then I responded to him and myself. I said, by good one, I mean, go fuck yourself. What the fuck is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. Truly. And so I kind of wonder if it could be him. Right. We, we have, no, we have then, no proof, but that seemed like a, log a, a logical possibility. Yeah, I'm going to blame also, him. Guess what? If and you're then, getting called out by Alyssa Bennett on the internet, for having you've done something really bad takes you really you've done something really bad a big part of your life in my yeah. opinion that would crush me for days like literally I mean, have to, like, emergency therapy session mm -hmm. i'm like the doyen of bad behavior say whatever the fuck you want but it was like a little too arrogant i found and then my third theory is that you know when i started regret counter and it wasn't like you know it had like a very few followers if someone would follow it and I would see that they were underage, I would immediately block them because I thought wow. that's how you get in trouble. It's mm -hmm. like people who are underage, that's how you get in trouble. So I kind of think also that maybe someone's mom was like, this is inappropriate, which certainly that's true. Yeah. Um, or it was just someone who like doesn't like fun. There's a lot of those people out there in this day and age that just oh. don't like fun. I don't know. I was like, but they're I'm, just I'm, lists. I'm, I'm confused. What I'm, I didn't, I don't understand what rules did the account break. It was simply, yeah, it was simply a diary of people's behavior. I don't know. Someone, someone apparently found it um, to be rule bending. At least, maybe they're going to review it and be like, "Listen, we were mm -hmm. wrong. You can do this. Go for it." Yeah, we did. Nate and I did bump into someone uh, the other night. or had dinner with him. I fact, was about who, to say, who knows, yeah. who knows kind of the, the current runner of Instagram? And we're like, "Oh, we, you got to call him on this." And he's like, "You know what? I got one or two chances in life to call him or something. How important is this?" Maybe to you this guys? is the one. I know. I, I, listen, so. I wanted one. to say it was the one. If it was me, really? it was my direct contact yeah done done and dusted like, i'm going for yeah, it yeah i know i um, know i know don't worry about this is also a client though. i feel like is... putting him in the middle would be you know it'd be a thing <laughs> maybe i could email him directly That'd but be good. the thing is so it was like we were entering like the golden age of regret counter because the submissions lately have been fecund that's the only word like i had so many that i was <laughs> like I don't know how to tell people that I don't know when I'm because people are always like, when are you going to post my my bad night out? Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to say, like, I'm so backlogged that I don't know. Like, it's, right. it's just whichever one comes to me, you know, first in the day. And then I'm like, this is good. I'm going to post it. But I have so many of them. So we're not we're not done. It's gonna be, and, we're oh, not done. And honestly, I mean, I know this is a trite thing to say, but I mean, better to burn out than fade away. Right. Like, I mean, right. So true. I, so true. I think I have the last one here. I think I took a screenshot of it. And the last one oh, is pretty God. intense. Uh, it's it, good. And, you know, I think someone someone tried to call the the submitter out and say, mm. people are starting to line up, but this right. person sent me pics. So I, know, I, yeah. I saw that it was true. <laughs> you said, you said yes, there are pics. To have it. a day in the life of Alyssa Bennett's inbox must be a fucking <laughs> incredible thing. Chaos. Chaos. Where do you put your mail? <laughs> In a, in a Schroeder bag underneath the bed, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I mean, it just the fact that I, I opened Instagram right after you tweeted that it was deleted and it was still on my feed, you know, because like you have oh, to refresh to the feed. Yeah. And so that's I a immediately ghost. took it. I know it was a ghost. That's a yeah. ghost. Really, uh, just really, really sad. I was at Walker's um, after the, uh, the Rachel Comey show, just kind of killing time with a bunch of firefighters who were there, you know. Um, you know, just sort of like coming back together on it was September 11th, and that's, that's where I got the news. Yeah, that's a lot. I know, I know. Wow. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. You I know mean, what? I'm not going to make a a glib comment. We all know the glib comment I was going to make. I I, I didn't want to make one. I mean, it was a really intense emotional moment. Did there it get, Did it come down on September 11th? Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Right. So I want to be real careful here with, that, with, how I, with how I transition this in my own head. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, just because I'll always remember it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to delete those. A lot, there, were a lot of, there were a lot of September 11th birthdays in my feed, which, oh, yeah. which I was like, wow, that's a that's an intense thing to, to have ownership of. I mean, of. this this is the one of the more like jam packed. That's like your parents fuck around Christmas, right? right. Yeah. 
But Go ahead. think about what we've had to, to endure the last like four days. You know, we had art fairs, fashion week, September 11th, the U.S. Open. Now there's the Met Gala. You know, it's just like a lot of sort of cultural uh, forces how, combining. How many hangovers have you guys had in the past four days? Uh, well, every day except for this one. <laughs> yeah, my mind tend to last two days. So two, but like it was four days in a row. So, okay, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically. Uh, I, I wasn't invited to any fashion shows. Really? Really. I but we're going to get to that because this this is going to feed into why I feel that I'm the world's best companion at an art world dinner. Which is yes. definitely connected. Which is obviously what made, made both Nate and I, within 20 seconds of you posting this comment, uh, this tweet, <laughs> be like, oh, we need to have her back on because the world yeah. is... So with all this social stuff, the, I hate this phrase. Shit's happening again. We'll phrase it that way. Um, art fairs, uh, dinners for gallery openings, parties yeah. for, for mm -hmm. the, the fashion thing and whatnot. And you are perhaps the best person to be seated next at an art world dinner. I think that's, mm -hmm. it's arguable, but like certainly like really high up there. What I makes really that agree. So, and I, I've, I've had the pleasure of being that person <laughs> who got that text yeah. message. We're going to have so much fun tonight. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I love, I love to give a warning. We're going to have fun tonight. And not only does it make you um, feel incredibly special, but it is incredibly true. Um, mm -hmm. What's your secret sauce? Well, you know, I, I was thinking about it and I think that part of it is that in a way, I'm sort of like a an unknown quantity within the art world. Like, I don't do fairs. I've never done fairs. I don't go out a lot. I don't go to openings unless mm -hmm. I'm under, like, incredible emotional duress. And I feel mm -hmm. that a friendship is going to be impacted if I don't show up. I don't do these things. So I think that you can both confirm that you don't see me out in the world this a lot. True. Like Nate, over the summer, I think you saw me twice in a week, and you were like rubbing it your was, eyes. It was incredible, it was like an, an apparition. Well, God. one of those times was on the subway, also, which was just really, you know, a unusual. While. Yeah, I'm on the subway more than I'm at a dinner. Nate, so did you change your subway route to stay on the train? <laughs> I would, I would have missed a stop and walked. <laughs> no, it was just a real. I do that natural. sometimes if there's a good, a good stranger on the subway. I'll send you guys my best subway video I ever took after this. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so people don't really know who I am. So I think often for me, as a person who is a natural misfit, naturally kind of not very social person, I have had to learn how to turn it on professionally because I have to do this shit for my job. And I just want to, as a preamble, say, if I can do this, anybody can do it. Anybody mm -hmm. can do it. Yeah. So I, I think, um, one of the secrets especially if you don't really know the person that you're sitting next to. One of the, the, the great secrets is that, you know, like I would much rather be going through your drawers or looking in your medicine cabinet or scrolling through the pictures on your phone. But barring that, I'm happy to sit with you as a stranger and, and sort of, you know, wait for you to allow me to excavate your psyche, which always <laughs> happens. I don't know if it's just like a natural curiosity and people sense it and everyone, this sounds real Dale Carnegie, but people love when you say, tell me about you. And it will always get to something really shocking. And I yeah. think the first time it happened, I was thinking about this this morning. The first time I went to an art world dinner and I was like, oh, like, this is incredible. I was seated next to Marion Lambert, who is one of my, she became one of my muses. Um, and she was like, you know, a person that people really disliked. So I think that's why she got seated with like junior Bennett, right? They're like, put her like at the, at the junior Bennett table. So I'm sitting with Marianne and she's like, you know, she's got like satin and diamonds on and she looks mean. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> who is this bird person? And she, I, she's like, you know, points out her husband and they're, I don't know, in their seventies. And I said to her, oh, Baroness, your husband is so handsome. And she said, he used to be. And then she like <laughs> launches, oh, like just withering and incredible. And I was wow. like, wow, like this is the kind of thing that a stranger will say to you. And it helps if, if they don't know who you are. A stranger will tell you things that they would never tell someone that, that they know for the simple fact that they think it's never going to go anywhere. Like you're sort of a locked box, right? Mm. So, so RIP Marianne, she doesn't care that I'm telling the story. Yeah. So 
you know, that experience sort of spun out. I think in this conversation, she told me so much um, kind of really privileged information about her family. And it, it opened my eyes as a ransacker. I'm a ransacker. I, mm. I understood that all you have to do is kind of play your cards right. And someone's going to tell you something really incredible, really gossipy, really salacious. And it's like a gift. I'm always so happy to be seated next to someone I don't know at one of these dinners. Oh, absolutely. And I, lo- I loathe being seated next to a friend that I see regularly because I've never uh, intellectualized it in quite the way you have, but I love learning about someone and like and figuring out what is and how to get them to open up. And oftentimes it's only like a, a quarter to halfway through that they finally break down and like... Yeah, it's yeah, like the, the third chat. glass of wine. Well, mm-hmm. I was... Uh, right? Years ago, I was in Stockholm and uh, this uh, Madame Bonniers, uh, who's from one of the great publishing uh, families. Don't you love a madame? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> incredible. Uh, also R.I.P. And uh, it's in her family home, which is hung with portraits dating back to the 16th century up through like portraits by Lucian Freud of different family members. And Do you think that she and Marion Lambert and Regret Counter are all hanging out in heaven 100%. right now? Oh, and I, I think they definitely knew each other probably fairly well, whether they liked each other or not, I can't say. But she's very stiff at the beginning, and she's the hostess. And uh, and I and I, and it's I don't know a dinner for maybe fifty people like top Stockholm like royalty style. I'm a little bit out of place. Not sure why I've been seated next to the hostess for all intents and purposes. And she's mm-hmm. a little bit reticent, but I like that she's allowing people to smoke in the in the dining room at the table. And I tell oh, her this, I was like, that's so. Yeah. And I also noticed that Incredible. the waiters keep bringing her glasses of water directly from the kitchen. Uh, and about a third way through, I tell her, oh, it's so chic that you let people smoke. She's like, oh. Finally, a decent American. And only then do I realize these glasses of water are actually full glasses of uniced vodka, vodka? that she's putting down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she just tells me the history of her family and stories. And like, you know, I just die for these things. Absolutely die. It's really incredible. It really, it really can be an experience where someone will use you as a confessional, yeah. which is, and I think you know, I, I really love it. The big mistake, and I see, I'm sure I've done this, and if I see it with younger people or perhaps just more ambitious people than myself, which is a long list, is they try- Don't talk about art because it's fucking boring. Yeah, and don't try and like, you know, get like, don't try and like, you know, to what you do or, you know, or like artists you're interested in. No it's one cares. Too boring. You're no one cares. Get, you're not getting a client there. You're not making any money there. They were, if they remember no. you and love you, maybe someday five years down the line, because something could happen. Or Has just anyone well ever gotten a client at a no, dinner? No. It no. never happens. Guess what? There's people at those dinners, they already have people. They don't need you. Um, mm. Yeah, they're there because they already have somebody. As the Diane of so bad, you better be funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as the Diane of bad behavior, I mean, these dinners are also uh, famous for having bad behavior at them. Sometimes at the margins, sometimes quite openly. Oftentimes, it's, thinking, oftentimes yeah. it's just really terrible speeches by by the gallerist and or someone not affiliated who decides they want to they want to also give a speech. Um, which love I think it. Is, love that. always a great awkward moment. The unaffiliated person's speech can open up. Um, a new box of potential discussion starters because whoever you're sitting with, you can be like, do you know this guy? (laughs) And then, you you know, the gossip gets rolling. Um, It can happen at weddings too. Although Nate had a great uh, kind of uh, Oh, I heard there was a wedding. There was a wedding, yes. How was it? (laughs) It was was great. It was wonderful. Uh, I think Ben is referring to Kat Marnell's impromptu speech, perhaps. Perhaps, yes. Oh, what did yeah. what did she talk about? I love her sister's Instagram. It's so crazy. Oh my god, that's a whole saga. I I I've done a deep deep dive into Cat and her sister, and they're I calling out and all of that. It's 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 marvelous, and and Cat's sister is totally bonkers. But uh, Kat, would you like to ever, you know, on Saturdays at Gladstone, I like to perform a scene from one play in the viewing room with a coworker or a friend. I would be open to um, a dramatic reading of this relationship. Between you and me, you can be cat. Absolutely. That sounds great. Okay, great. I'm in. Let's great. do it just as soon as great. possible. Um, but, you know, Kat gave a very heartfelt toast in front of everyone that was not planned at all. And and a lot of people were like, my, my relatives were like, is this like, this has to be some sort of a celebrity or something because she just seems like completely bonkers. And I was like, no, it's my friend Kat. She's amazing. She, well, is, she, uh, is a, she is a celebrity. I mean, she, she is. She, is. she, yes. she, she yes. moves through the world like most celebrities that I know. And I, I, I mean, know. What's one, of the, what's one of the many wonderful things about her? I know. I've just known Kat for a long time. She's also from Bethesda, Maryland, where I'm from. And we have that sort of backstory that we share. Something and, in um, the water down there. I know, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, in the, the big house water with, with perhaps, without give, <laughs> perhaps without giving any names but um who is who, what type of person was lucky enough to be seated next to you this past i think it was friday evening 
Oh, this was like the best art dinner I ever went to. It was so fun. So I sat next to a very fun curator of note. I sat across from a a curator that I didn't know was so fun. We'd met before, but this curator was like, um, like, you know, sometimes people just surprise you. And she really surprised me to the point where I emailed her and I was like, I want you to have my phone number so that if you ever see anything exciting in your hometown where there is a lot of bad behavior, you can just feel free to send me a pic because I want to see it. I want to know. And then I sat next to this guy who does all of the music for Sofia Coppola films. So he did like Marie Antoinette. He did everything. And he was really interesting because I, for a long time, I remember when that, that film came out and Lena and I just did an episode on um, a two-part episode on Marie Antoinette where the film plays a sort of major pivotal role and how we discuss the, con- the, the construction of her as like a sort of um, millennial symbol. Mm. And I think a lot of it had to do with, with the music, obviously the cinematography, but I remember when that film came out and it, you know, the soundtrack was like Susie and the Banshees mm-hmm. done with like an orchestral arrangement. It was the cure. It was like all of this stuff that I'd grown up listening to. And, you know, I think that um, there is a kind of greed or jealousy that, erupts when something that is meaning was meaningful to you as a young person is then like reproposed within popular culture. So I remember feeling pretty resentful about the soundtrack, but to sit next to him and talk to him, he was like, he was like, um, yeah, you know, it started in the nineties. I was in this band Red Cross and it was just, he was a really interesting, incredible person who has spent a lot of time hanging out with Susie, hanging out with uh-huh. Robert Smith. And he just had incredible stories. And it was just the sort of situation where it's like, um, you know, it's, it's like, I felt like I won the lottery. It mm-hmm. was like, you get to learn all of these things about something that you had negative preconceived notions about and you can keep your negative preconceived notions but then you can also kind of come away from it and think this person lent real coolness to something that maybe wouldn't be cool without him and he's like an authentic genuine kind of person i mean this is going to borderline on overly um earnest but one of my favorite things about these art dinners or the art world in general is meeting these people from vastly different worlds of vastly different mm-hmm. backgrounds, but are generally interesting and engaged in some form of either culture making or even fucking frankly money making. And when you get to learn about them, like, I love that. I mean, I'm just a, a, I'm someone who loves people and that's like such a fascinating thing that we're so like blessed to blessed to do. I don't know. Same. Like it's mm-hmm. like same. Um, I'm trying to think in the pantheon of like, we've named two of them, like all star dinner guests that you get to sit next to. Um, I mm-hmm. think once when I was far too young to understand why it was so important, um, I was seated next to an older gentleman. It was, a, it was a, of all places, a Marian Boski dinner in London leading up to Freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, how I ended up there, you know, a series of unfortunate mistakes, no doubt. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to this guy, and he's so cool. And he's like kind of quizzing. It, it was about art, but he's kind of quizzing me, like, what do you like? Why? You know, like really getting in there. And But he's like probably in his 60s or 70s even. He's wearing leather pants. His wife is also like wearing leather pants. Americans, chic, from Chicago. I have no idea who he is. And it turns out that he is, um, I'm blanking his name, but recently passed great collector of Maurizio Catalan and Jeff Koons uh, from Chicago. Uh, half of the Art Institute of Chicago's ah, contemporary collection. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, you just said his name, Benjamin. I can't, I, no, 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 I know. I, I can't remember his name. I'm looking to Nate to, to, to remind me. It's. Stefan Edlitz. Edlitz. And, uh, yes. and, 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 you know, and I was, I don't know, I was all of 26 years old. Who knows how old I was? And uh, just like. He was a cool guy. So uh, he would be like an all-star, like art world. Like like you get seated randomly next to him. Nate, what about you? Like right. an all-star. I feel like as uh, a journalist, they keep you away from anyone too interesting. They, they, maybe. they generally do. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they shut me off to like some like, like ante room or something just so I don't like disturb the, the, the talent. Um, now, I mean. I don't, I mean, I'm trying to think of, uh, are, you, are you asking like the all-time greatest person I ever sat next to? You what or just I... in, in your imagination, like, and not as a journalist, oh, I, mean, as, I mean, as, a, I mean as, a, as an interested cultural observer of the world beyond just a professional. I mean, I would like to sit next to, I don't know. Um, Adam Lindemann. I've actually sat next to Adam Lindemann <laughs> a number of years. <laughs> As, um, as, no, as we I have mean, to say, as we have to say, as we're you know so proud of someone's pulled himself up by his bootstraps in the way that he has. So, so yeah. true, his oh, diamond encrusted bootstraps. <laughs> I know. Or his hands. His hands are. He has beautiful hands. 
It really does. Um, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean, obviously, I'd, I'd want to sit next to Alyssa if anyone, uh, you know, she's the, the greatest. Well, you know what? I've always got a chair open next to me. You uh-huh. know, that the real hell. I don't know if you guys have ever. You just did it for your wedding. Was your wedding seated or was. was it a free it, for all? It was seated. It's, it, it's hell on earth. It it's was hell on earth because people get such hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. People fucking hate each other people have fucked each other's wives uh-huh. it's hell it's like a it's like a gauntlet, S- it's a gauntlet. sitting for the first time uh understanding a seated dinner was watching uh, and i was like a baby baby watching uh richard flood and lisa phillips sit and seat the dinner for the new museum gala when i just started working wow there. and listening to their so and they, they have combined i don't know 50 60 years of like knowledge of all these people and like just uh, hearing, all the oh, stories talk uh-huh. about an education man like that oh my god it's like a dictionary it's so incredible, incredible. just the it's two of so them incredible. and like, both in a good mood while doing it so like really like just got some someone should nuggets. do you know, I've started this new project because, you know, I'm, I'm working on my my auction book that is mm-hmm. taking up every minute of my life. So there was a certain point last week where I was like, there are a lot of things that I want to write about, but I don't really have a lot of time. And so it just struck me that there are all of these online agencies full of people that write high school papers for people for very little money. Uh-huh. So I've started farming my essays. Oh, out that's to great. Well, that write for like eight, it's like $8 a page. So the first one was in defense of ugly actresses. It was, I got it back and I was like, this is a dream, but it's like a little too good. The only part of it that I really loved is that I asked him to write about Margaret Hamilton, who was the wicked witch from the Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. And when he wrote about her, he thought that, that those prosthetics on her face were just how her face looked. And I thought that was really great. <laughs> That's kind of amazing though. It's, it's, it's almost like you're using them as this, like studio assistant. They're like, you know. Well, like, yeah. So I was yeah. just thinking it would be inc- an oral history of the art world dinner would be incredible. Wow. You just have to farm it out to someone who has time to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. It would like end, end lives. It could I know. be so good. I'm trying to it think. It would be so good. What I wanted to ask both of you guys, has there been one dinner that stands out as the most debauched, out of control, outrageous, like official art dinner? Like, like I'm, we're talking about like a gallery dinner. That's just like I really... went to a wedding that was crazy like that, like an art world wedding that was just mm-hmm. fucking crazy. <laughs> Cra- like people who you're like, I thought you were like a respectable person. <laughs> really unbelievable. I'll never forget. Yeah, it also it. happened for me at a wedding seeing possibly the top gallerist in the world, so Soul Prider gallerist, doing key bumps like out in, out, out in public too. at a wedding. Me too. Make, make, the, make the sign with your hand. That's the one. Is it the same That's person? The one. Me too. That's what I'm talking about like, too. Like actually really that incredible. crazy. Yeah. I was like, you're just, you're not even going to go in the bathroom. Like you're too rich to walk to the bathroom. It was great because my wife was there. So it made my behavior. She was like, oh, well, if he, if he does something like that. You're not that bad. Yeah, exactly. It really made me look like a king. Wow. Isn't that funny? I wonder if it was the same wedding. And I wonder if it's, uh, I mean, if it's a strategic choice on his part. This is one first letter of the wife's name that's the first letter of the yes. wife's name yes and that's yes okay so okay. we were at the same place i saw it too oh, i was beautiful it was it was did actually people a do, thing. i have did heard people of... do key bumps at your wedding nate um no comment this is the honesty room no one else is gonna hear this just be honest i, saw I mean I, 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 saw I, played some, at a dinner. I saw some things in full view of the united states secret service that are certainly federal <laughs> crimes take place uh, that's yeah, all i'll, I'll say I, I will say that Lucy. Oh, that girl was there. That girl. That one. Yeah, Ella was there. Yeah. Um, Lucy did make sure that the Secret Service didn't just like arrest people for like doing drugs. That's not their so job. That's, that's, not their job. that's not their job. Their job is that's pro- not their is job. to protect yeah. the principal. Yeah. Exactly. And- their job is to shut down regret counter. <laughs> that's totally what happened. I'm trying um, to think of an actual art where like an art. Dinner. I mean, I've seen so much bad yeah, behavior. Yeah, I went but- to a crazy one. I went to a crazy one that ended up. Um, I don't feel like I can say the names of these people, but we went to Bemelman's after this dinner mm-hmm. and I watched one um, dealer of renown pour a drink over another dealer of renown and then rip his clothes off and set the tablecloth on fire. And we were Whoa. ejected. <laughs> and I was like, wow. My goodness, Gavin, wow. that's aggressive behavior. <laughs> I felt like, did you do that for me? You know what? I never hung out with Gavin Brown. I'm, te- I'm just teasing. I'm going to put teasing. that out there. Um, Wait, uh, but, how I do think, you, but I think why, for, would you, why would you set that woman's on fire? That's so aggressive. It was an, it, it was, it was like such a crazy, 
alchemy of two people whose aggression is unleashed after they have 96 bottles of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think wow. part of my not being able to come up with more off the top of my head is the fact that I'm usually fairly compromised myself. So like the, the mm-hmm. clarity of the memories isn't there. I will say just as far as an art world, like series of events culminating in like multiple dinners was the opening of uh, Eugenio's Umex collection in Mexico City. I was so I was that five, that. five or six years ago. And that was just a weekend of bad behavior um, all around. Maybe. But in But in like, uh, yeah, exactly. But in... Uh, in a positive way. None of it was angry. It was celebratory. I mean, it was Mexico yeah. City. There I was did, a lot of money. But to, it was also just like everyone, everyone was there. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. The dinner I went to you at know. Eugenio's house, when was that? In uh, May was kind of like I that. I love that name, Eugenio. Yeah. It was it was debauched in a very happy way. Everyone was very, very, you know, yeah, positive, gleeful in their own, like, ecstasy. It was great. I mean, the problem with, with, bad debauchery within the art world is that you can never get away from these people unless Mm -hmm. you like, you know, pack up your life and go teach water skiing to children somewhere. Like you have to really pack up your life. You cannot get away from them. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is also beautiful because we all know each other so well in all of our weak spots. And while some evil people will use that against you, the fact that like, even if someone's not your friend and is just an associate, like they know you like in a, in an intimate way. But do you guys have, do you guys have enemies? Like, is, are there any people that you just dread seeing at a dinner? Cause I do. Yeah. yeah and that will throw your game off. Mm-hmm. Speaking of being like an excellent dinner companion, if you're seated, it either like makes you perform so much so that you, it's like, you know, if three girls are friends and two of them are in a fight, the girls that are not in the fight will be like, this sweater would look really great on you in front of the other one. So she feels bad, you know, so you can really overperform. So the person that hates you is like, fuck, <laughs> like everyone loves Alyssa Bennett except me. I'm definitely yeah. guilty of or, the overperforming. Um, yes. but I'm also or just it knocks you down. I'm just realizing there are people that don't like me. Like that, like, you know, that like, and I, Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I was like, but on me, like, you know, I, it just kills me. I might me be ineffectual, like but me, I'm not bad. Oh, I, I adore you. I mean, I think if I like you, you're you got to be good. Yeah. I mean, I agree. That's why, I like, uh, you know, as we said at the, at the top of the top of the hour, what have you, uh, if if Elizabeth Bennett's calling you out on something, you really fucked up. That would throw me for Watch like, your shit. You know, mm. Do a personal inventory because I, I accept a lot of things. Yeah, People say, you know, li- live your life so that anything you did, you know, could be reported in the page of the Times. No, live your life so that if Elizabeth Bennett knew what you were doing, like she would be OK with it. Yeah, I think that's a good a good tip for living. Mm. Um, Nate, do you have any enemies? I do. I'm trying to think of like eh, how I can describe them. They're mostly like, you know, they're temporary enemies. Honestly, it's like someone will be really probably they're not your enemies anymore because you work at Vanity Fair. Well, that that certainly helps. Yeah. But uh, it's more like someone will be pissed that I wrote something and then they'll stay pissed at me for like six months and then just sort of get over it because it's like you can't really like if if they want me to write about their shit at some point in the future, it's like can't really stay enemies, right? Like, you know, it's like if if I write something that like pisses off like, I mean that's a fact. Yeah. If you if you you know, I've written things that, that Mark Spiegler would have liked to be written differently, but like I'm still invited mm-hmm. to Art Basel. It, you know, it's just like, like it doesn't really matter. They're like, oh, we gotta yeah. invite him. Yeah, yeah. So um, like I, I'm sure when I am in Basel next week, like Marx is gonna like give me an earful, but like we're still like friends. Oh, you're going, you're going. Oh, we're all going. Oh yeah. my god, will you send me pictures from the front lines? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be a very it's gonna be very light on the bad behavior. Front, I would say. I think. I yeah. don't know. It's gonna be late. It's on gonna the be people. like small crews of very bad behavior. I feel. Yeah. That, I mean, hotel room bad behavior. Yeah, possibly. The, I the think best, it, yeah. the best kind, really. Well, yeah. Because you know, we'll spend all day wearing a mask inside of a convention center. I do think that, like, once you're in like the dinner setting or the bar setting, people Your will. Your nose is gonna be prepped to <laughs> encephalate like a huge rail of cocaine because it's been I don't even know hours. if you can, know if you can get that in Switzerland. You can't, Switzerland is like a drug capital. Yeah, it? Basel is the pharmaceutical capital. I've world. never done drugs in Switzerland, mm-hmm. but I know that people do them because you see it. Yeah, you see the behavior. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've, been, um, I've been with people talk about, talk about bad behavior. I've been with people. We've been thrown out of the casino in Basel 
I, there's a casino I in Basel. Oh, there's a, on the way back from the Schwarzwald, from the Black Forest, some people would like to oh, stop. That sounds would beautiful. like to stop at the casino, play some blackjack, maybe knock over a drink on the table, maybe knock over a stool, <laughs> maybe get literally ca- like a white Russian. Maybe literally get carried out and then sub- get put into a taxi and subsequently get kicked out of the taxi on the way back to Baseltown. Wow. Of their bad behavior. Did uh, you call it Baseltown? Baseltown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can't wait. I hope that you guys remember me in your we'll travels. You um, how, how could we forget? Um, and I myself will be attending a wedding while you're at Basel. Really? That I'm very excited about. I can't really talk about it too much because I think it's a secret. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I think oh, I know what, so what wedding it is. That's so hot. Is it yours? Are you getting married? <laughs> no, but you know that when, we, when Lee and I do get married, Paul McCarthy has consented to officiate dressed as the character of our choice so we i've selected walt disney that's my dream that's not true. that's the right call i think yeah, walt I, was, I, think I was gonna so say too. bad santa but no i think walt disney's well disney. i think disney's the one my kid's gonna be scared be great. <laughs> i don't think he scares oh. very easily your child um no all right did i did i tell you guys that he is he's just been hired by interview to do the film reviews no. oh that's great well, Isn't that perfect? I, I, saw, I saw his interview no. that was uh, that was in Interview Magazine, right? Recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't that touching? That was so beautiful. So beautiful. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I ran into Mel the other day and, and and gave him a hearty mazel. He's taken over the magazine, which is great. You know. I encourage you to go look at his Instagram posts um, from last mm-hmm. night. It looks like he had a very wholesome evening out. <laughs> Call your sponsor, Mel. <laughs> Call your sponsor. I love you. <laughs> Um, oh, that's it. We have an episode title. Call your sponsor. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, all right, guys. Call your sponsor. Love, Mrs. Rochester. <laughs> okay. Um, before we go, uh, is is it true? Are, are you going to make a, a, a regret counter zine? Can, can we help with that? Can yeah, we, I'm going to make it? a regret counter zine. It's going to be like, you know, like my other zines where mm-hmm. no one can tell me what to do. You know, this book I'm working on now, it like costs money. So someone gets to tell me what to do. Mm. And I know that he's correct, but I like the freedom <laughs> of just being able to do what I want. So this zine is going to cost like 40 cents to make. Amazing. I will write an essay. I will give each entry an incredible caption and you can have it forever. And, you know, maybe there's like some kind of card game that can come out of it. Drinking it. game. I can't wait. I really can't. Oh, yeah, wait. you guys will get the first copies. Amazing. Thank oh, you, Alyssa. Till... You're the greatest. Right, thank you, Alyssa. You're the best. We'll have you back on soon. Very to, soon. To I can't talk wait. About further wait I should come back after my my wedding that I'm attending. Uh yeah, we want. When, to you, when we stop recording, I have to give you like one small detail that's really exciting. Okay. Okay. With that. Okay. Note to Bene. Out. out. <laughs> <laughs>